Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Welcome to Being Hot is Hard, the show where we talk about beauty trends that make us feel bad so we can look good. My name is Zoe B and I'm hot. And I'm Cass Page and I'm hot. And today we are joined by comedian Grace Jarvis. Hello, thank you for having me. The future's my face, the future's my face, the future, the future, the future's my face. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I'm so excited to be here. I... I have so many thoughts. Oh, we're just about so much. Hot, hot gals in a room <laughs> talking about being hot. Oh yeah, I'm excited to dive in with you. <laughs> Love that. You're nice to look at online, and yeah. also, I mean, you're also funny. Also, all the other stuff, but. In this podcast, you are so nice to look at online. Mm. Oh, thank you. Like I, in a non-predatory way. I've never heard gorgeous. that before. I'm I'm usually like very stressed about how I look online. I'm like, is this is this it? Is this normal? Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> is this cool? I am always looking at photos of you and being like, this looks like a woman who is composed. Oh, <laughs> you always look put together. Yes. <laughs> like intentional. I think that's a really good thing. Like every time I see an outfit, I'm like, oh. On purpose. <laughs> Thank you so much. I the, I wear a lot of skirts, which I think s- tricks a lot of people into thinking I've put in a lot of effort, and I haven't. I've just put on a skirt instead of pants. Oh, I do you know what I find the same thing with dresses? Yes, dress is one item. You wear the dress. People Everyone's are like, like oh, oh my god, god, you put an effort. I'm like, this is fewer this items. This was easier. <laughs> this was actually easier. Just put it on and then I was done. That was one. Yeah. Like going to the toilet's easier now as well. I got one less thing to deal with. Absolutely. That's like, I'm a dress gal. I'm I'm a big I'm a big dress gal. I'm not into trousers. I don't know. I don't like them. I actually have recently just had my first pair of jeans that don't make me want to kill myself. So <gasps> well, I'm that's, like, that's an interesting experience. Very exciting. A beautiful experience. <laughs> They're from Peachy, which they're like made in Melbourne, and they're for people who have wider hips and littler waists. Because ah. that's always my fucking hell is like getting it over my hips and then it be looking so big on my waist and being like, well, this is a nightmare. <laughs> this is what a skirt is for. Because <laughs> there's you don't you never need a hip measurement for a skirt. It's always just out. <laughs> it's just waist and then fabric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's business in the front, party in the back. Definitely <laughs> mullet of. Bottom covers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so our first question for you today is what is something that always makes you feel hot? Okay. I 
am a maniac and I dress yes. like I'm in a, in a, a regional theatre production of something. Um, <laughs> I can tell by the ruffled shirt. Thank you. Ooh, yes. Puffy sleeve. I, <laughs> Nipped in I, at wrist. I love a, a, a like a long, like a, a very voluptuous skirt and a petticoat. <gasps> I like my ideal outfit is like I'm wearing so many layers of skirts that if I fell into a river, I would drown. Like oh. that. <laughs> like a lot of skirts. Heavy. <laughs> That's good. Is it? Does it come into it at all when you get dressed? The feeling of like the weight or the compression of wearing a lot it of totally clothes. It totally is. I, re- so I am nice. autistic and I, it's, <laughs> I realize that I'm like, oh, that's what it is. You like to be hugged by your items, but not like squished. <laughs> like it's a specific kind of, of area of just being like ha- having to carry around a heavy, a heavy outfit makes me feel calm. <laughs> that's good. But also I can't be bothered half of the time. So, you know, and also I got more insecure about it when I moved to Melbourne because everyone was like, everyone was real weird when I moved to Melbourne and I had very long hair and I wore like my, my dresses and my skirts and my outfits and everyone was like, are you like Mormon? No. Like, <laughs> no. It's because we're sluts here in Melbourne. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? No, I'm not Mormon. That's a weird thing to ask me. I'm fucking on stage talking about my pussy. <laughs> what would this vibe be? <laughs> oh, lapsed? Yeah. <laughs> so was that all you had to do was just get a haircut? And then everyone's like, oh. We get it. Literally. I went, I, it was still quite long for a long time. And then like last year I was in Vancouver with my friend Liv and I... They went to LA to go to the Emmys. Oh, <laughs> fancy. And I was like, I'm going to change everything about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I got my hair, I went into the hairdresser and I was like, can I just, I was like wearing one of, one of my gingham skirts and I had this long, long hair and I was like, can you just like make me look a bit modern? <laughs> <Is that?" laughs> and she was like, I got you. And so oh, she like good. gave me this like, sort of long bob and like gave me a curly cut to like sort of layer me and I was like, you nailed it. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> this was exactly what I wanted. I didn't realise how to do it or how to articulate that that's what I wanted. And that is such a blessing as well to have a hairdresser that's like, I got you. Oh, the Because best. it is a rarity. Totally. It is a, how I ended up with this pixie cut <laughs> uh, when yes. I went in for a trim last time. Oh, wow. Which is just, bung- Cass has heard this story so many times, but you're going to have to hear it again. I will. It's, it's silly. It's, it's so silly. <laughs> so I have been bleaching my hair for years mm. and I was like, no... So it's breaking off. Yep. You got to stop. And I was like, all right, I'm going to grow it out. And so I grew it. And then it was long enough that I could cut off all the bleach bits. Great. I was like, fuck yeah. But it was like, mm, maybe just down to my ears, just under my ears. Mm. And I'd Cute, like, chic, French. Yeah, I shagged it a bunch. And it was just like a lot. It was just this big mop of hair. Yeah. And it hadn't been shaped really, like, except like I'd been doing it by like watching Brad Mondo videos. <laughs> yes. And I was like, right, I'm going to treat myself. I was having a really shitty day, so I was like, I'm going to treat myself and go get an actual haircut. Oh, yeah. But I didn't go see my actual hairdresser. <laughs> I just walked into a salon. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'd like to book a haircut in. And they're like, we're free now, which is a fucking bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, cool, man. If you could just like, and I was explaining to the lady and I was like, if you could just trim it and shape it a little bit, but bring it in at the sides. So it looks a little bit more mullety, but not necessarily like an old school 80s mullet. Yep. Like a modern chic, you know. Mullet. Mullet. Fitzroy Garage Party mullet. Yes. Fitzroy Garage Party mullet. That's exactly what I wanted. I wanted to look like such a little fuck boy. Yes. Running around. I had a, such a vision in my head. And she said, yes, I hear you. Pulled my very curly hair as taut as she could pull it and cut it about an inch from my scalp. Yikes! And I was like, well, I guess I am getting a pixie cut now. 
And so she keeps cutting my hair and she like pulls in the back a little bit. And then I just have this fringe that comes down to about halfway down my nose. And she's like, when you wet it and scrunch it, it'll curl back up. And it'll look really good. And I was like, (laughs) I just don't want to be here anymore. Get me out of here. Yeah. So I went home and I live with my parents at the moment and I started like just freaking out. Yep. And I was crying and I was yelling at my mum like it was her fault. Yep. Because, you know. A classic move. We all revert back to being teenagers apparently when you move back in with your folks. Oh, absolutely. And so I was just yelling at her and my mum, we've got mum in therapy at the moment and it is working a treat. Right. Because mum was like, Zoe. You're being reactive. What I want you to do is I want you to go outside, take some deep breaths. You're going to have a smoke. You're going to calm yourself down. Yep. And when you're done feeling your feelings, you're going to come back in and we're going to figure out what to do with this haircut. Because at that point I was like, I'm just going to shave it off. Yeah. Which I was like, at least that looks intentional. This Mm. just looks bad. And not only bad, boring. I looked like (laughs) a mum, like a 50-year-old mum bouffant kind of thing that was going on. Oh, wow. Because I like tried to curl it. It just didn't. It just frizzed. I was like, this sucks. I went back in. My mum had Googled cool lady haircut short. (laughs) And we found this beautiful, uh, what what I've dubbed the bullet. I love it. A bowl cut mullet. (laughs) Um, And she sat there with my dad's clippers and just went around my head. And just like v- 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 oh, all man. the excess hair off. We love a, a mum with solutions. Yeah, I was like, thank you for solving my problem. <laughs> thank you so much. And I think nothing was scary because I had a wedding in three weeks. Oh, well. no. And I was like, oh, no. And I'd already bought this really nice headpiece for the wedding. Oh. And I was like, oh, I fucked myself. I fucked myself so hard. And then I put the headpiece on and I looked adorable. Yeah, the headpiece yes, on a did. short haircut, so glamorous. It was such a statement. I was like, yeah, yeah, love that. So now I have this haircut that I guess I have now. Yeah. <laughs> That's most haircuts is like, this is how it is, I guess. This is my Uh-oh. first time having a fringe and it's like, it's a, it's curtain bangs. Ooh. But a bit of in my opinion, it's yeah. a, it looks like a fringe. Yeah. Um, And I was stressed. I have never been the kind of queer or mentally ill that fucks with their hair. Oh, okay. What I, do you do then? I know. What do you do with your spare time? Self-harm. Um, <laughs> okay. I was like. I don't do that anymore. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> but I've always had it very long currently. We've had it just like very long, plain brown floppy on my head, like a long brown pet. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, yes. Like one of those dogs where it's just like all hair all yeah. the way down to their feet. Yes. Oh, and it oh. looks like it just shimmers. Yes, <laughs> like the dog in Broad City that, that looks like Ju- Judith Light. <laughs> like her. Um, so this is my first time having like a I, – did a haircut on purpose. And also because I went to an all-girls school and I was autistic. So I was like so aware of the rules. <laughs> and it was like all-girls school, <laughs> religious school. So you have to have it um, up, off your collar, um, out of your face, and uh, no, uh, like only school color hair ties. Like yeah. it has to be. And it would have to be natural hair color as well. Yeah. Natural hair color, no asymmetric hairstyles, up off the collar, up off the face. And so I was like lived in two French braids for my Entire life. Like, yeah, <laughs> my entire yeah. life, two French braids or one French braid or a ponytail. That was my look. I had achieved it. And so then when we graduated from school and all these girls knew how to, like, curl their hair and do – and how to wear it out and, like, how to, like, do – fringes and face framing and like straighten it and stuff. And I was like, when did we learn this? <laughs> they didn't teach us that. I didn't learn it. I didn't know. I only did these rules and now the rules don't apply, but now what do I do? So I just like <laughs> kept wearing it. Like I was in school for a long time. Like two French braids is still my like 
go-to look. Your comfort, your comfort hairstyle? It's, it's yeah. a good one. It's a good look. It's it's chic in a way, especially when you stop putting the tartan bows on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the tartan bows on occasion. I had a very traumatic time at school, but I still like those tartan bows. Um, it's it's a bit of zhuzh, isn't it? It is. No, one's, no one's doing bows on the ends of braids anymore. Right. I feel like if anyone's putting bows anywhere, it's like on the head. Yes. Like oh, it's, it's like all around. Oh, on like, the scalp. Yeah, like it's always around the a head A statement bit. bow as opposed to a, a like a, a little signature bow. Yeah, mm. or like all the like hair clips as well. I feel mm. like they're like up in oh, the like braids. Oh, like the um, Olivia Rodriguez kind of like all through the hair. Many, many yeah. accessories at once yeah. look. Yeah, like I feel like all the hair accessories are on the head now, mm. and no one's no one's getting down into yeah, the. Yeah, no other one's got bits. a bobble on the end of a braid. No one's oh, bobbling. I've got, got a bobble, because yeah. I've seen some people do like hair beads, but again, that starts at the top of your head, and that's so much work, and you have to like think about that the day before. Like oh you can't do that day off. No. You're not rushing around with a piece of toast hanging <laughs> out of your mouth. Braid a bead into your head. <laughs> <laughs> I did see someone put a bunch of eyeshadow into their Olaplex, run it through their hair. And then blow dry their hair heaps. And then their hair had glitter in it heaps. Interesting. That looked pretty cool. That's cool. I really want to give that a go. Yeah. Because every time I've tried to put like spray on glitter in my hair because my hair's so dark, it looks like dandruff. Yeah. Um, but this one, the eyeshadow shimmer might look because a bit different. Look like you got a natural shimmer to the hair. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> That's how it grows out of my head. <laughs> Glittering. I'm an alien, actually. <laughs> oh, yours doesn't do that. That's oh, interesting. Weird. Okay, oh, cool. Sorry. That's for you. Yeah, I really like mine like that, but yours is fine too. That's oh, crazy. is your head matte? Cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that's really in in like overseas. <laughs> <laughs> and also like having it down just stresses me out. Like I have so much hair that it like gets in my face and I just... With, I always end up putting it back up in a ponytail because I'm like, this, 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 it's all around me. It's <laughs> I'm surrounded by hair. I can't. I'm stressed. You're gonna learn. You're gonna like one day go really dramatic and do a pixie cut and be like, what the fuck have I been missing out? Oh uh, yeah, literally. I should. I really am enjoying this short haircut more than I thought I would, and it's not even that short. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, your hair is. It's mid length. <laughs> your hair is the longest my hair has ever been. <laughs> Hang on, wait, I can't see the end of you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I past the, definitely past the shoulder. It past the armpits. Look at yeah. pictures of myself now, and I'm like, what was I doing? Because my hair used to be like down to my ass, like mm-hmm. just like a, a sheath of hair over me at all <laughs> times. It's like, how was I carrying all that around? What was the point? It does look like a sheath. I found photos of um myself when I was younger, and my hair. I think it hadn't quite hit bum, but it was on hips. Yeah, and I found an old photo, and I was like, oh, I don't think I don't think I was doing a a good job there. And I remember talking to my mom when I was younger and being like, hey, I keep growing my hair out and I keep not getting haircuts. You need to tell me when it gets weird long. Yeah. And then event, and then she looked at me and she made a face. And I was like, oh no. It's weird it long. already weird long <laughs> And when I look back at photos, I'm like, that was too yeah, much cause hair. Yeah, because I never notice. No, like, you don't because you're growing it. And then you're like, I'm like, oh, I cool. always have long hair. Yeah. It's always long. And yeah. then you <laughs> eventually are like, oh, I look like I'm in a cult. Yeah, it, <laughs> Especially it, with the big sleeves. Yeah, it's not good. And because I dress quite like modestly, which people say modestly. And it's just because that's like. Please, a dis- I can see your knees. Thank you. Thank you. It's very slutty. Um, <laughs> like a dis- as like a description of um, what 
my sort of style is, but it's not actually like for religious or moral reasons. Like some people have like reasons to mm. dress modestly oh, yeah. and I don't have those reasons. I have sensory issues <laughs> and I don't like the sun. So I, <laughs> so I just like cover most of myself and I like skirts that are long enough that I can wear my shorts underneath so that my thighs don't rub together. Mm, and important. it's like, these are very just like logic, logistic issues with outfits, not yeah. about anything. And then occasionally an old man on the street will be like, I love to see a woman like dressed like she respects herself or whatever. Oh, and I'm like, shut yeah, up. Geez. I'm a whore. Shut up. Oh, yuck. It's I, not about anything <laughs> other than the way my skin feels. Like, <laughs> Yes. It makes a big difference. I also, I fear the sun, but oh my God, I hate wearing sunscreen. Oh my it's God. It's so yuck. It's so yuck and everything gets on everything. So I realized, I think in the last year that a lot of the outfits I wear count as modest dressing. Yes. Like, but I think I actually Because then you only have to put not. sunscreen on your face yeah, if your I arms and chest day. are covered. Exactly. I don't want to ruin my decolletage. No. Uh, and I protect that decolletage. Yes, so important. <laughs> Absolutely. It's always the top of my list of things to protect. <laughs> I think if you're going like technical modest dressing, my Cause stuff's I'm, too tight. Yeah, yeah. Me, me too. But yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, oh my God, I think a lot of the things I wear, I could, I could, you know, maybe. I follow some very Jew- like very cool Orthodox Jewish ladies on Instagram who do like very stylish stuff within their like rules of yeah. like I think they can't wear trousers outside and they've got to be covered so they're all like long skirts and, and but they ah oh, she does like the coolest shit where she looks so chic and glamorous like she's on a red carpet but she's just like within her parameters like yeah which I love I have really enjoyed seeing I think there's like I mean a bunch of religions have like covering reasons yeah like or covering like things that they do and Seeing all this stuff pop up on TikTok, yeah, and oh, being yeah. like, "Here's how I'm layering my outfit." I'm like, "Oh my god, I can do so much! You're <laughs> so clever! <laughs> I don't have to get sunburned. I hate or spaghetti straps more than anything. Oh, I do love when it gets when it gets to nighttime. Oh, nighttime, I'm out. All my yeah. clothes come off. Yeah. <laughs> Once the sun is no longer, I'm like a vampire. (laughs) I'm a menace. Like as soon as my favorite weather is a hot night for that reason. Like it's like gets to like 7 p.m. and it's like probably like 9 p.m. here. Like when it's summer, it Mm. gets to like 25 degrees. I'm like, oh, (laughs) all all the little outfits I bought that I swore I'd wear one day. But every time I go to wear it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to put sunscreen on. And on your back, I don't have anyone to put sunscreen on my back if See, I've got like a low back thing. That's one of the reasons I don't cut my hair. And I've seen, <laughs> and I've seen. Um, sorry, no, you were saying before about your all your hair having to be off of your collar. Mm. Did everyone have little neck tans in high school? I don't know. I guess they must have done because sometimes I'll be getting ready and I'll put my hair off and I'm like. I don't want to put sunscreen on But my we neck. also had I'll to wear our hats all the, like our big uh, Panama hats oh. all the time. So it was You would have been fine. You was covered pretty much. Mm. Yeah. And I lived on top of a mountain, so it was very cold in the winter. <laughs> uh, so then you would But you were closer <laughs> but to the yeah, sun. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You're closer to the sun. I don't know, man. It was freezing. We were always like layers and layers of wool <laughs> just like huddling together like penguins. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> This tartan wool with like pink flannelette pajamas underneath <laughs> that you could see when 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 you'd see run girls run for the bell you'd see like flashes of pajama pant up from underneath their skirts. Oh, that's genius! That's right, layers. So, cool. so with that, you you guys have talked about your sunscreen and not and lack thereof. No, we w- I wear it. Oh, you've oh, got to yeah. put it on your face. Got to put just, it on your face. I don't want it on my arm. No. <laughs> It's bad. And then it's it's kind of harder to get the coverage on your arms too because you've got to get under. Arms are more 3D than a face. <laughs> so much more. You don't have to do the back of your head. And then as well, like you do all your sunscreen. It's like if you get the good sunscreen, like the proper zinc stuff, 
then you can't touch anything. My last car was white on the inside because I, I was trying to sunscreen my arms and be really sun sensitive. And I got zinc prints all over the oh, inside no. of it. Just from like opening the car door and leaning on stuff. Oh man, I get the like fancy mecha sunscreen now because it's like, it's expensive for sunscreen, but it also is not hellish to put on. And I'm like, that's worth it. Which one? Because I just got one as well. It's like the, it's like a white bottle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's the chemical kind. I don't uh, like the physical sunscreen. Yeah. Because it feels like um, there's a paste on my face. <laughs> that's because there is. There is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bought one of the mecha chemical ones. I bought the serumy one. Oh, okay. Fancy. I like it. I have absolutely broken out and I don't know if that's caused ah. it or the fact that I went on holidays and I ate popcorn every day for every meal. Well, that we went on holiday and it was, we were all very burnt in you. It yes. was very good. <laughs> and I, popcorn for every meal is a delight. I would say you have no regrets about that. Yeah. I don't. I'm just waiting for my face to realise that we're home now and <laughs> please it's time relax. to go to work and I, you can't be doing this, please. <laughs> I feel like my skin was so much better after we came back. I was, right. I was just using nice. Cole's <laughs> brand, home brand sunscreen, lathering uh, yeah. like a little angel. But I feel like my skin, I didn't, for the first week in um, the, the 20 years, I haven't had a pimple. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh that's because we were in the beach. Hello. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I did have the an allergic sun. reaction to something while we were there, and one of my yes. eyeballs swelled up. Ah, um, and it looked. You like can't a, have it all. <laughs> no, and I went to the doctor and was like, "What's this shit?" And they're like, "Oh, it is a like." contact dermatitis. He oh, man, I hate that shit when they're, like, <laughs> unspecific <laughs> reaction to something. And you're like, what do you mean, unspecific? Specific. I want to know what it was <laughs> so I can stop putting it on my face. Ideally, the dream. What are the things that you do put on? So what's your beauty routine? What What are your go-tos? Okay, I'm bad at it because... Oh, yeah, we all, well, I am. <laughs> no one's pretty good. I wake up You're better at too I late. I wake up... 10 minutes before I have to do a thing. Like <laughs> working from home has been excellent because I don't the have stuff's to stuff's all there. It's already there. You just start working as when you wake up. So I've never had the, the patience for waking up early enough to do fancy things, but I do sunscreen and um, I don't really ever wear makeup. I wore makeup for you because I was like, we're doing a podcast we're doing about Aww. we're doing podcasts Aww, about beauty yeah. things. I'll you didn't need to put some makeup on. Appreciate the effort. Um, because that was another thing great. I never learned how to make. I never learned how to do because I went to a religious or girls' school where we weren't allowed to wear makeup. So I never learned how to do it, except for when we were in when I was in musicals and like dance shows and stuff. Where I was different, different, makeup. Different, different makeup, different makeup, different makeup. And then like the first time I tried, I was like, oh, okay, I'm an adult. I got to wear makeup now, and I put on like stage makeup, and I was like, ah. <laughs> this doesn't look right. <laughs> but it looks great from the back. From the back <laughs> of the room, stunning. And my mum is so used to having seen me in plays and, and musicals and stuff growing up that when she comes to see me do comedy, she's like, you're too shiny on stage. we got to get you some powder. Like Comedy <laughs> Festival 2021, she like took me to the Clinique counter at Meyer and like bought me some powder because <laughs> she was like, you're shiny up there. <laughs> I know, but it's because I'm, I'm all sweaty and I'm in the lights and it doesn't actually matter what I look like as long as I'm saying my jokes. It's a different format, but I appreciate it. Because I said it 
And people thought I, that my mum was like being really mean t- about me and my appearance. And I was like, she genuinely wasn't. She's <laughs> genuinely from like a stage lights perspective. She's <laughs> like, you need to mattify that. It's like, just, it's not like she thinks I'm ugly without makeup. It's like very. <laughs> no, because sometimes it is distracting. Like I've seen comedy shows where, and I get it, like under the lights, you're sweaty. It's hot. So there. sweaty. It's, it's happening. But like when you're watching like a video of a comedian and you can see them like visibly sweating, my attention is immediately going. Oh to that. man, poor Tom Walker. Is yeah, oh, <laughs> he's a sweaty. I didn't want to say names, but you did it. You said it. I feel like he transcends. I, I, oh, he like, he's my representation. Wet. He's yeah. like my representation in my craft of sweaty people because <laughs> I'm also incredibly sweaty. And I'm like, you know what? He's doing it. He's successful. He is a man, but you know. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, I've seen one big difference. He's allowed. Um, (laughs) I'm thinking about getting into like facial antiperspirant this year because I'm like, I'm always sweaty on my top lip. And I oh. hate it. Oh, I I'm always my my mustache of makeup is always missing. Yes, it's, it's always sweating sweat. off. Yeah, and then it beads in this weird way of like beads of sweat with little makeup dots mm-hmm. of like. <laughs> it's just like so uh, like it hates water so much, and they're trying to fight each other. The yeah, whole time. literally, and that's why I never put I don't put foundation on. I just put concealer under my eyes and blusher, and then I have nothing else to sweat off. Smart. <laughs> Clever. And then lipstick to be like, I did my whole face. Yeah, the illusion of a whole face, an illusion of a full look. Yeah, exactly. And I've never been good at like eyeshadow or any of those things. So I'm like, I just, I'm low maintenance, not not because I can't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a choice, it's a choice. Yeah, this is on purpose. I'm, do, this is a, I'm doing this on purpose for sure. Um, and then I also take a lot of film photos. So you already look quite shiny. <laughs> It's intentional. Yeah. I think that is a very big thing in how you look is if it looks on purpose, you're probably going to be fine. You're yeah. nailing it. Someone is like, oh, my God, they're so chic and glamorous. And you're like, does everyone know I'm not holding it together? <laughs> I cried before I got here. Yeah, God. literally. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just sunscreen and, like, moisturizer. And I bought, like, a fancy moisturizer from a lady who gave me a facial once. And it's, like, annoyingly expensive, but also it's, like, good. (laughs) And so I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Now I'm stuck on this. Yeah, that's that's how they get you. I've been – and she – I stopped seeing her because I got – I thought that my face was just like this. Like, there's a surprising amount of, like, morality that I have attached to stuff with my body Mm -hmm. where it's, like, I'm not – Catholic school? Yeah. (laughs) Presbyterian school, but I don't know. I think I'm just, like – I. I don't because my parents aren't religious. I I never had any religious sorts of shame about stuff, but like I in gave myself this sense of shame. I think because of like the autism and being like you got to follow the rules so that no one knows you're different. Like mm. you got to blend in so no one can figure out that you're a, fr- a freak. <laughs> and it's like they were figuring it out. They <laughs> were saying it to your face. Like you're not actually nailing it. Um, but I had just so much like mor- moral stuff about my body. Like my appendix burst was bursting last year. It didn't actually burst. They got it right out. They got it out just before it burst. But Good. I waited. Like a ticking time bomb. I, literally, they were like, phew, <laughs> just at the last second. <laughs> but I waited hours to call an ambulance. I didn't think that it was an ambulance situation because I've got chronic pain as well that was like, I'm so used to being in pain and it was a stomach ache and I was like, this is something I've done to myself. I must have eaten something I wasn't supposed to eat or like I've given myself, it must be like diarrhea or something that I've done to myself. Mm. So for hours, I was just in agony of like, I have to wait for this to be over because this is what stomach pain is. Mm. And then I eventually call, I was like on the ground outside of my house, lying 
on the concrete so that the cold concrete was on my stomach. Uh, and yes. my flatmate's dog was like pound, like pouring at my head being like, this can't be the solution. <laughs> <laughs> and I called my mum and she was like, call an ambulance. Oh my God. And I called an ambulance and they were like, it was just after lockdown and they were like, we're not going to get to you in time. But he was so distressed. He was like, I want you to get pain relief. Like I need, can you get someone to come and get you? And I was like, I had not even considered pain relief for stomach pain as an option. I didn't know you could have pain relief for stomach pain. I thought it was just something you had to endure. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. And then they were like, <laughs> got there and they were like, oh my God, your appendix is bursting. <laughs> you could have died. And I was like, oh, okay, shit. <laughs> I've been at this level of pain a, a couple of times before. Should I have come in? <laughs> they're like, yes. And like, same with, um, with like, like this, I had this, um, what's it called? Perioral dermatitis. Like Is that in your mouth? It was like around my nose oh. Oh, yeah. and mouth. And it was like weird, red, flaky, bumpy. So like you've been given the Homer Simpson. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And I was like, I I was like, oh, this is just how my face is probably, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess this is having a face. And I was like, I think it got worse because of the pandemic and masks and stuff. Mm. And I was like, it felt, I was like, oh, I can't like ask someone for help with this because it's like, that's vain and. And that's a moral thing of like, this is, and I went to the, the, the facialist and she was like, oh, I think it's perioral dermatitis. And she gave me this like serum for it and it didn't work at all. So I Googled perioral dermatitis and they were like, oh yeah, go to the doctor. They'll give you antibiotics, clears it right up. And I was <gasps> like, oh, and so I went to the doctor and she was like, yeah, I've had a bunch of women in with this actually. Cause the masks and stuff gave me the antibiotics, cleared it right up. I was like, shit. I didn't know I was allowed to ask for help with stuff that was just visual. Like it was yeah. not, because it was kind of itchy and sore a little, but it wasn't like the worst part of me that hurt. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, well, this is silly and, 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 and frivolous to ask for a doctor <laughs> to help me with this. And the fact that it was so easily fixed by a doctor <laughs> was like, I'm not going back to that lady again. Cause she was just like, have this serum that's fake. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, that also is $100. Yeah, literally. literally. Yeah. And I was like, this is, yeah. There's something to it though, because I was, I saw my doctor for the, yeah, the contact dermatitis I had around my eyes. And I was like, he, he immediately was like, well, here's um, uh, cortisone cream that you can put on. Mm. I was like, cool, that is helpful immediately, but I want to figure out what is causing it. Mm. And there was this moment where me and this male doctor, who I've had forever, who I quite like, mm. and he was like, oh, well, you know, like if, how often is it happening? And I was like, I don't know, like every four or five months, I'll have like a breakout of it. Mm. I was like, oh, that's not too frequent. I was like, it is around my eyelids and every time it comes, when it goes away, I get a new wrinkle. Oh. And I hate that. Yeah. So could we figure out what it is so I can stop putting whatever it is on my face and then I'll stop, in theory, getting wrinkles? It's weird. You feel so much shame about asking for help with something that is so valid and requires help because you have put this like frivolous like face value like aesthetic mm. complaint on yeah. it of like oh well it's embarrassing to ask because of this wrinkle thing and it's like no it's not no, <laughs> that's it's a not. totally valid it's reason me yeah. off. why wouldn't I get it fixed? of course and it's such it makes me so angry because like the way that women have been socialized to care mm. about stuff like that. And you, and like society cares about yeah. the way that we look, but we are not allowed to 
We have to care about the way that we look, but we're not allowed to talk about caring about the way that we look. Yeah. Yeah. We have to remain chill and low maintenance <laughs> and as though this is all just happening by itself. That's why we started this podcast. Like this. Literally, <laughs> literally. Because I feel like because we're all sort of have this socialization to not talk about it, not do it, when you end up sitting with other women or other femmes and then one of you is like, Oh yeah, so I've been doing this thing to like try and grow my hair. I've been blending oils, and someone's like, "Oh my god, I've been looking like." And then you all just like you're like, oh, "I've been doing this, and I've been doing this, and like, what are your pubes like? Mine do this, like you, <laughs> all of you are just like." <laughs> I love what are your pubes like as a conversation. Mine are dead straight. Dead straight, right? Wow, what's going on there? They should. It's There's weird. A little bit of cur- like a little kink. Not even. Not kinky. even. Uh, maybe a little Can bit at the bottom, over, like a side. But fringe. it's strange. Yeah. It's I could. <laughs> That's so fun. Do a little comb over of your pores. <laughs> does that okay? If you grow it out really long, does that mean then you could like do micro braids, like maybe very carefully get in there with like a, a straightener and then just have crimped? I think I could. That's I should like. Get, I was like, I want like a tiny curling iron to like <laughs> normalize my pubes. <laughs> <laughs> when you can get a perm. <laughs> I bet you could. I bet people have done that in the past. People do weird shit to pubic hair because then there was that period of everyone just like getting rid of all of it forever. Mm. And then now there's merkins and stuff to be like, you're normal. And it's like, why did we do that? (laughs) It it, it used to just grow. (laughs) You can't have your own. It's different. But even like in like 70s porno and stuff, I'm like, they've got a full bush, but the bush is curly. (laughs) What's wrong with me? (laughs) Nothing's wrong with you. But yeah, I feel like, Anytime I dive a little deeper into something where women have an appearance in the visual form, yeah, I will find out something like that. Like, you know, finding out that my boobs weren't weird. HBO only just shows one kind of boob. Totally. It's like, oh, your pubes aren't weird. There's like, actually, there's only one kind of. There's something sort of I love about, and it's like complicated because of the way that like actresses, like before they are big in their career, don't have that. A, like negotiating power about whether or not they can be like they're topless. Whereas like if you're not a big name and you get a job and they want you topless, you really don't have any power over that situation. You just like either don't have the job or you are topless on TV, yeah. which is like, you know, that's a whole issue. But I love watching like older low budget sitcoms or stuff like that, where it's like, they've just got an actress and just her tits. And they're so normal and so natural. And you're like, oh, that's exactly how my tits look. Like that's, yeah, yeah. I look just like her because she's not done anything to them <laughs> on purpose. Like she's like, and this is like as a gag or just randomly in the background of something that she's got her tits out. And it's not um, like, you know, it's not like a big picture where it was like there was a budget for how her tits looked kind yeah. of thing where it's like, oh, oh, well, that's not, that, that's exactly how mine look. That's yeah. totally fine. I had a German teacher Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't take German. I took German for like a term because we had to take one of each, like one term of each language to see which one we wanted. But I took French all, to, all through high school. I took French to, to year 12. But I had this one term of German where I just absorbed so many things and none of them were German. And <laughs> <laughs> she told us once that... Um, your one of your boobs is smaller than the other because one of your boobs is male. Like you have a masculine boob and a feminine boob. What? And your masculine what? boob is smaller. <laughs> and I was like, huh, I, I guess. And then I was like, no, that can't be. What are you talking about? Frau? Can you teach us some German, please? And I was like, I think she was trying to make us feel less insecure about it. But I, 
she did it with some fake science that I was like, <laughs> you could just say bodies are asymmetrical and almost everyone has one boob that's smaller than the other because that's just how they grew. Like, yeah. that is a thing you can say to teenage girls. Mm. One of them is male and one of them is female is something that will stick in <laughs> a person's brain forever because it's not true, but it also kind of makes sense. But it's also... It doesn't make sense. <laughs> in this, like, it, it seems like the train of logic where it's like, well, men have nipples because we were all inherently, like... We were all female, female from in, the, as yeah, in embryo. And, and then maybe that... I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know enough about science. So if someone said that to me, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, literally. That's what I did. As, yeah. a, like, as like a 14-year-old kid doing German, I was like, oh, well, I guess you're the adult. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not saying- a science teacher. You're a German teacher. But uh, You're saying it with such confidence. You're saying it with you. confidence, man. I'll get it. <laughs> so much weird shit from that German. I love it, actually, to just be like, I teach German. But I'm gonna say whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they can't understand it's well, in German. They don't know. No, it, that's a good thing about teaching language. You just need to make sure that the kids come away with more language skills. So it doesn't matter what you talk about. <laughs> oh no, she said it in English. We weren't even in, talking in German. Oh well, if we were talking in German, I wouldn't have understood. <laughs> it wouldn't have stayed in my brain. And if we were talking in French, it would have been even more confusing because every item has a gender in French, like. <laughs> and the left and the right breasts do. Yeah, I guess, so like, in a way, I think I don't remember what gender boobs are. One hopes feminine, <laughs> one hopes, but you can't. It can't you be trusted. Yeah. I do you know? I any think of the other vagina jokes? is male. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> you mean for the French, of course, uh, Mister Puss? <laughs> how do you do, sir? <laughs> I uh, have you seen those like jokes about pe- that people make online about they're like fucking a guy. And he uh, he asks, whose pussy is this? Yes. And I was like, I, I've i barely had sex. But <laughs> that question doesn't make sense to me because if someone asked me that, I would go, it's mine. <laughs> because huh? it's, a, it's, it's attached to me. What do you mean? That's a stupid question. Yeah. And I guess like the... This, like in the sexual like role play is like, oh, you own me or you own a part of me. And I'm like, I guess maybe that's good for some people, but... It just doesn't make sense to me because it's like, it's mine. <laughs> Who's going to walk away with it after this? You me. can't take it and walk away with it. I mean, like, if you look, if we're talking PNV and someone's like, whose pussy is this? It's like, well, like, if either of us could claim ownership of the other body part, you're in my purse. Yeah, literally. So I could walk away with you. I have engulfed you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I it would be way easier to walk away with a penis. They're so much easier to remove. <laughs> You're on my property. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> You're in my house. <laughs> You're this right. Is, this is not the sexy role play I envisioned when we started this. <laughs> it was like, well, if you told if you told me the script before we started, I would know my line. But currently, <laughs> but I don't know my line. Now we got zoning issues, buddy. So <laughs> I'm calling I'm the, call council. the council. <laughs> And the council is my mum. Uh, <laughs> and she's not happy about this call. She's mad about all of this. <laughs> I have a confusing, I like, there's a bunch of jokes where people make jokes about, like, stuff that everything, everyone knows this happens during sex. And I'm like, I, I mean, I haven't had very much sex. So I guess I'm not the audience for this. <laughs> but is this happening to everyone? Because you guys got to, you got to cut that out. Okay, here's my theory because I, I see this as well. People are like, yeah, all those things online where it's like, oh, you know, during sex when people say this. And like, uh. I've, I've also 
Never had someone ask me that. No. I'm Maybe it's an American thing. Well, Americans are wild. It's due to my wonderful choices in this life. Because I think yeah, I would, you don't have a you don't have a long list of fuckboys trailing behind you. Yeah, I guess I would never They're have sex with, yeah. with a man future. who wanted ownership of a part of me. Yeah. That would be a red flag for whether or not I had sex with and him. And I think there's there's something about cishet men generalizing for the internet. Not all cishet men. men. Not all. But only. But cis-het only cishet men. Heaps. There's there's cishet men who are like aware and for lack of a better word, like woke enough if they're fucking a queer person mm. to be like, I understand that this is more nuanced than what I thought it has been previously. Yeah. Where men who have... Only fuck women, only fuck cishet women, and only know about fucking through pornography. Yeah. That's their dialogue. Yeah. The fucking through pornography dialogue is real, and it needs... We need a class. We need... The, it's So not, not the first time I had sex, but the first time I had a one-night stand, mm. I... The only other people I'd slept with had been boys that I dated in high school. Yeah. Which also, you know... So, like, it wasn't... I technically had sex. Yeah. But, like, did it count, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so the first time I had a one-night stand... It counts when you start counting it. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Like, I, like the first time I got good at sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had this one-night stand, and I was doing the porn star moans. Yeah. I was doing the... Ah, ah, and the guy literally was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I thought this was what we were meant to do. <laughs> Love that. Love that from a guy that's like, ah. Uh, sorry, what is happening? What here? is occurring right now? I am so confused. Are you sick? If a bird did this, I'd be so worried. <laughs> Me too. That is a worrying noise for a bird. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. I, I I also have had, I've had one one night stand and I, I I forget about it all the time. <laughs> like I'll be talking to friends and I'll be like, oh, I, I've had sex with um, th- three people. And they're like, what about? And I'm like, oh, I oh. forgot. <laughs> Oops. He doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't get count counted. counted. He doesn't get counted. But he <laughs> he was saying something about how I had a nice ass. And I, <laughs> I kind of was doing bits, which I'm like, I'm not saying I'm good in bed. I <laughs> <laughs> but I say, I know my strength is comedy. <laughs> And I was like, oh, people people always talking about asses these days. People too into what it. What are you fucking Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> I was like, no one ever talks about how great my tits are anymore. I got great tits. People aren't talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, well, it feels a bit gauche to like talk about gauche. how gauche. Talk about your tits. And I was like, you're inside me. We're, like, we're past gauche. Like, what, are you, what are you talking about gauche? And it was such a crazy word as well because I was like, no one has ever used such a high vocab word while they were fucking me before. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone's used such a high vocab word while fucking anyone before. <laughs> and I was like, I get that that's exactly what you meant. You meant gauche. But it's like, it's not. It can't be. <laughs> and also, that's, it was so wild. And then I've talked about this on stage before and I should probably stop. But he... <laughs> he <laughs> no. Please keep going. Please he keep going. took the condom off and it had been like a house party. So there was a bunch of like mugs in my room and he put the condom in the mug. Oh. Oh. Did you tie it off at least? Or did no. Just... Oh. And then he left and I was like, there are bins in my house. But then I woke up and there, the mug was full of ants. 
<laughs> like to, to the brim. I had to go to Bunnings. Like it was, <laughs> it was so many ants. <laughs> oh my god! Like I know it was a one night stand, but like at that point, uh, I I personally would have been like, do I need to? I, I think I sent him a picture. I don't remember. Yeah, I would have been like, do you <laughs> Just need like a picture to- of the ant-filled cup and be like, what's wrong with your cup? <laughs> yeah, well, if it's too sugary, like, I know that if your piss is sweet, it's diabetes. And, like, I know that if you've got a sugar imbalance oh, I didn't in the even puss, think you of that. get a... Okay. <laughs> you've got a sugar imbalance in your puss, it can cause I just thought ants, like, like cum. <laughs> you know what? We don't know they don't. I've, I don't have no. any cum to try it. No, me either. Yeah, but is... is- <laughs> Men at home. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, as someone who's tasted the flavour, it's not sweet. It's not something that I no. would assume would attract ants. But, but I guess ants, ants go it. for toast. Ants are into whatever, mm. I guess. Like, there are ants in my cat food bowl at the moment, so. Yeah. If they like cat food, they might like cum. I guess they do. No worries at the same level. But of it was just, like, the quantity taste. of ants. Like, I, I, th- I just think I've never seen that many ants before. They made a they, high. They loved it. They're like, <laughs> one person tasted it, it's like, oh, my God, food the queen's going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Call mom. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Do you know what? It's <laughs> yes. It's, it's so protein. Cum is so rich in like protein and stuff. Like it's very. It's, maybe it was very healthy for the ants. That's ah. what I'm thinking. Like maybe the ants ate it and they were like, "This they grew is strong. this is my superfood. Yeah, we have to take this back to the hive." I wonder if that ant colony. I assume you killed them off, but had yeah. they lived, would they have taken us over? Well, I think. How I just, do they take? I cum? put them in a bin, and I, so I guess there's just more snacks for them in there. Yeah, oh, and okay. how do they? They can't carry cum. It's that's liquid. my other thing. Is like you can't really. You, you it's picture a an water ant, droplet. You picture a bug's life ant. Yeah. Carrying a snack above its head, and you're like, "How do how does one do that with cum? I guess maybe like a water droplet." But even that, gross, because it's still cum. Yeah. Well, I have seen like and we're just feasting in the moment. I've seen you ants enjoy eat things. They were like, "This is the one opportunity where we don't have to. We can't bring it back. We gotta, we gotta eat the, it now. We gotta bring the hive to it." Oh, <laughs> colony. I, ants do eat and drink. What? Yes. What? No, but they'll eat. They don't have to but go. Do they drink? It's not just yes. food at home. They eat out. So they yes yeah so they were probably just eating they probably didn't have to bring it back yes yeah. that's what we said yeah but it was like Uber Eats for them it was a treat yeah but they go they, they go weren't in a line were they no they were in a in a, a swarm they were in a, they were yeah a, different they were, Kath, they were in a mug Grace <laughs> has explained I know it was in a mug <laughs> I've definitely tried to feed ants poison before and then they all gather around the droplets and they look like little stars oh that feels bad about killing those yeah they do look like little stars. 
They love their poison so much. They love their poison. <laughs> they stop making that poison so delicious. <laughs> so, so delicious. did they form little stars around the gum? No, it was it was too much. It was a heaving mass. And then I, I, I know some people are like grossed out by stuff where they were like, if someone like had sex in my bed or whatever, I would burn the sheets and stuff. I'm like, that's hyperbolic. W- wash the sheets. Yeah, wash the sheets. Yeah. I just washed the mug. Oh, yeah. all right. That's funny. Yeah. I would you mention it every now and then if someone was using it? It takes everything in me not to mention it. Oh, <laughs> oh. man. Like, I also would I drink from the, it. Yeah. I would happily drink I from, drink from it too. ant mug. That's it's so a clean funny. mug. Yeah. It's fine. It's gone through the yeah. dishwasher many a time. But I'm so, like, licked it clean. so used to, like, <laughs> the way I make conversation is through anecdotes. So when <laughs> someone is drinking from that mug, I'm like, oh, think of a different anecdote. <laughs> think <laughs> of something tell else. Em. Don't tell them. <laughs> yeah. I'd tell them. Tell us, you next, if we ever are drinking out of that mug, please let us I know. I will, oh. for sure. Because it would make There's us so, so It depends happy. on the audience. There is a certain people that would appreciate yeah. knowing that about is the Is it mug. your comedy I friends really who are like, that. please tell us Mostly, about Mostly, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no strangers, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take a guy back first date, see if he, see if he passes the test. Eh? Mug. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts, comments, criticism? Hello. Oh, you want to leave, you're saying. <laughs> I see. Well, leave me a little present in that mug, why don't you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now I'm the mug cum girl. <laughs> Like, don't come in me, come in the mug. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very specific, very niche fetish I have. (laughs) It's like, oh, Becky Lucas used to have a joke a few years ago where she was, like, talking about, she's like, I hate when you're fucking someone, when you're fucking a guy and he's like, where should I come? And she's like, I don't know, over there. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. I'm like, in the mug. In the mug, please, the mug. Just get a little Sharpie to write cum mug on it. (laughs) What about, like, craziest things you've done in the name of being hot and Dumb. Do you have like a yeah. s- anecdote? We tell mm. anecdotes to make conversation. Yes, yeah. we are also funny people and Thank don't you. know how to relate. No, with questions. In my opinion, anecdotes are conversation. I think it's good enough. At how that point. don't they count? I don't know. What else are you meant to do? I don't know. Talk about your feelings. That feels too vulnerable. That's an anecdote about your brain. Oh, okay. Crazy things that I've done in the be- name of being hot. I don't know. I like didn't think about my appearance for a long time. Like, my mum did a really good job on me having self-esteem. Nice. Like, I didn't think about the fact that I had a body or a face until I was, like, 18. Um, she Fantastic. really nailed good it. Innings. Like, which is, like, good innings. Like, it's it doesn't seem long, but it's good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. And I had chronic pain as a teenager, so I thought about pain mm-hmm. in my body, but it didn't, like, I didn't think about, like, does my body look good enough or whatever. Like, I had... Is my body working? Yeah, it was more like, what can I do to stop it hurting when I walk? That's where I'm at as far as bodily awareness. Um, I don't know. I think I've done weird shit where I've like, I've been like, I have a crush on someone at this party or I like want to be thought of as attractive. So I will dress in a way that is how other people find attract, like find attractive and how other people feel attractive, but is not at all like myself. Yeah. Like... There's stuff where I'm like, oh, I want, I want so and so to think of me as attractive, or I want, I want to be thought of as hot, so I will wear like a top that's like low cut and like push up bra and like a mini skirt type of thing, where it's like, this isn't actually how I would dress if I was just putting an outfit together kind of thing. And it's yeah. like you look at pictures and you're like, why was I wearing that? <laughs> Who's that? She doesn't own that shirt anymore. That's crazy. <laughs> Did I own that shirt at all? No, I don't. <laughs> where, where would I have found that? That's so, so weird. And like, oh, I saw this picture of me in the pandemic where I was like, 
weeding the front yard and I'd just been weeding it. And then I was like, I want something to post and I want people to think I'm hot because like every other form of validation has been removed from Mm -hmm. me during this pandemic where I can't do comedy and I can't hang out with friends and I can't, like there's so much that I can't do. So I have no positive feedback at all. So what I can do is like post a thirst trap, which I am bad at, but I was like, this is my version of that, I guess. (laughs) So I like changed out of the top I was wearing and put on like a a V-neck kind of low cut thing with my boobs out. And then I like went and sat among my pile of weeds and took a picture and was like, made a joke about weed in the garden or whatever. And I was like, this is, this will get them. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't, I don't think it worked at all. And I was like, it's not even that good of a picture and it doesn't make sense like story-wise because I would not have been outside in that shirt in the sun weeding because I'm afraid of the sun and people know this about me. But it's like I saw it on my like archive it on Instagram and I sort of shuddered at the embarrassment of it and I was like, it's not that I did a w- weird thing. It's not that I tried something new but for the sake of trying a new outfit because those things where it's like, oh, that's an embarrassing outfit because you didn't realise how it looked and you're like, ah, oh, well, I just won't do that yeah. again. At least yeah. you're having to go. Yeah, at least I'm having a, It wasn't for the sake of fashion. It was for the sake of validation. And I didn't even get that. <laughs> and I was oh. like, so it was like, oh, man, it's a, it's a, it's a double <laughs> hit to my ego <laughs> of like, you weren't being yourself and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> just like high school again. I know. But I feel like you have to Literally. learn that, right? Like, well, like I, I think everyone's gone through a thing where they'll try something new and it's really not for them. And no. I've and I've definitely gone to like I've had days where I like I don't know shave my legs or I'll put something on or I'll get a specific haircut and I'll be like yeah this is for me. No, that's never. No, I think <laughs> never. <laughs> it is yeah. sometimes, but yeah, I've definitely had things before where I'm like, and I'm doing this for myself, and I'll even say that out loud, and then I'll that's think back good. and I'll be like. <laughs> Didn't work. It never worked. Great narrative. Great narrative. Self. (laughs) Thanks. You did it. To be like, this is for me. Wink to the camera. (laughs) (laughs) The imaginary camera that's around us at all times. Oh, yes. We are the main character. Keyhole in the brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I have a photo that I took once again during lockdown. Same thing. Yeah. And I I not only was in lockdown, I I was in like a two-week quarantine. Mm. So I couldn't leave the house full stop Mm. for two weeks. And on like one of the final days I did like my hair and makeup and I was like thirst trapping it up and it is a good photo. I'm not mm. even going to, pres- I look hot. Yeah. Mm. Great. She nailed it. Love that. But it's so funny because it was a really like, I was like, man, that looks so hot. And I pro- made it my profile picture and I was like super chuffed with it. And then a year later, it was still my profile picture. Cause like how often do you actually go around and change those? Never. And so, like, an older gentleman that I work with, like, a dude in his 50s, was like, oh, I went to add you on Facebook, but the girl in the photo doesn't look like you. <laughs> and he was That's like, but then so I had... so mean. No, it, was, it, was, it was like a knife. He's, <laughs> and then he was like, but I had a better look, and I realised it was you, but you look different. Oh. Like, it just was like, it, he's like, it doesn't look like you. It's you, but it doesn't look like you. He's like, I've never known this version of you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm not coming to work thirst trapping. And I'm not doing full glam. I'm not doing, I'm not doing, yeah, I'm not doing like lashes for days to come and work at a hardware store. You'll never know her, actually. Actually, (laughs) She's not for you. You might get to see a glimpse of her at the Christmas party. Literally, the one day a year you'll see her. The one day, my Christmas party this year for my regular job, I wore 
chaps and everyone lost their fucking mind. Love that. And I was so happy because I love my chaps. I think they're great. They're chaps that also have shorts sh- sewn into them. Yep. Um, and I was wearing those and I think they're really cool. And one more, I was talking to a girl that I dislike. Yep. Which is important to the story. Um, and I was talking to her and, a, and I was out having a smoke with her and a bunch of guys that we work with. And one of the guys was like, I really like your pants. They're super fucking weird. And I was like, thank you. They are super fucking weird. And that's why I love them. Hell yeah. Also, look at all this thigh real estate (laughs) that is available right now without looking slutty. (laughs) And I accidentally said, I was like, yeah, but also if I just rocked up in like a skinny silk dress, like who the fuck would expect that? And I turned to this poor girl who I was not trying to insult, but she knew I didn't like her. And I was like. Because oh. she was wearing a silk dress. She was dress. wearing a skinny silk dress, and I was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I That's know. the worst when you accidentally insult someone because it's like, I would have done this on purpose, but if, if I was in control of this, I would have done it. it like, if I was w- wanting to do that, you know, you can be like, I oh, feel I good about this. I would have 100% yeah. called her a basic bitch to her face. Yeah. But, like, I didn't mean to in that context. And you're like, oh, no. It feels bad. It, it feels, feels bad. bad. I didn't want to insult you in this moment. Yeah. I was going to insult you I did later. Not mean I was going to pick my moment. I did not mean to bring you into this. Yeah. This actually had nothing to do with you. I have I'm a sorry. problem with you personally, putting, not your outfit. I was outfit. putting down basic bitches, and unfortunately, you were there. <laughs> so, mm. I love, I love basic bitches. I don't want to say bitches, but I love, I love a person like my sister is so chic and thin and she used to dress in high school. Like she would wear the outfit off the mannequin and I would be like, why, why have you done that? That you didn't even try. You just put it together. Like they put it together and it would make me really like, I was like, ah, why, why? Like I just didn't understand it. And then I was like, oh, it's cause she doesn't care about, like this, the way that I care about mm. it of like, I want to mm. express the version of myself of like creative and, and interesting through the way that I dress. And like, I was a, a, sh- a lifeline fiend as a teenager. I was <laughs> all about that lifeline before it was trendy too. And people would be like weird about it. <laughs> and I'd be like, this is where the cool stuff is at, man. And then that song came out and, <laughs> and everyone was like, Oh, I'm going thrift shopping. And I'm like, okay, it's up shopping. Yeah. <laughs> We're in Toowoomba. Um, <laughs> and I've been doing it for years, so get your hands off these racks. <laughs> um, I remember in like year eight, we had a um, casual clothes day at school. And I was wearing these overalls and I loved them so much. I really wanted a pair of overalls like a scarecrow would wear. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And my auntie found them for me in New Zealand and she sent them for my birthday. And I like in an op shop and they were like these denim, like secondhand overalls. And I hadn't gotten a chance to wear them. And it was like a mufty day at school. And I was like, I'm going to wear my overalls. And I wore them with these, this top where I'd sewed a bunch of rosettes and glued the rosettes to the top. Um, and put that underneath my overalls. And I was like, I love my look. And everyone was so mean about it. <gasps> and they were so like, why is she wearing that? That's so weird. And then like two years later, a year and a half later, overalls were like at Valley Girl and like oh. so trendy. And everyone was wearing them. And I was like, fuck everybody. <laughs> I was a trendsetter. I didn't even think that. I was just like, why are you guys so mean? Now you're wearing them too. Yeah. And you like ruined my overalls for me. And now you get to wear cheap 
overalls made by a slave. <laughs> you also have like scarecrow quality. No, no, they would not last a day in a field. Those those overalls. You They're coming apart at the seams right now. I can see it. <laughs> Mine you, are sturdy. You got to nice pick sturdy drill. <laughs> you got to pick your fashion sense young, and you got to stick with it for life. <laughs> if you stick with it for life, no one can say shit about it yeah, because no, like once it, once you've been doing it for like a couple of years, and like people are like realize it's not a phase. No one can say anything. Totally. That was what it was. That's why it was weird coming to Melbourne was because everyone that I'd known in Queensland was like, yeah, that's great. She likes 1950s dresses and long skirts and doesn't like the sun and she never cuts her hair. Like that that was just my look. So no one ever mentioned it. And then I moved to Melbourne and I was a new person. So people thought they were allowed to mention it. And I was like, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) I've always looked like this, actually. This is you... You're just not caught up on my history, man. <laughs> Did you not read the biography I yeah. sent down? <laughs> and it was like, it was weird because I was trying really hard to make friends. And so I, and with comedians, it's like we make fun of each other all the time and we joke all the time. And like, that's how we interact. And I was like, oh, this means that I'm making friends is because they're like making fun of me and I'm joking with them and like we're riffing. And so that means, and then I realized during the pandemic when none of those people like messaged or called or checked in, I was mm. like, oh, those weren't my friends. So if they're not my friends, they're not allowed to say those things yeah. about me. God. That's just bullying. Yeah. And you are doing it in a comedy club and you think that makes it okay. It doesn't. You, you I was like, oh, well, if we're friends, then this is allowed. Mm. And I was like, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so like anyone who I've spoken to once is my friend. I'm always like, yes. I'm, every conversation I have with someone that I like, I'm like, we're friends. And On then the I'm list. Like, to yeah. them. I'm not their friend. I'm their acquaintance. And that's not a bad thing, but it just like, I have to recalibrate because I don't notice that I'm, <laughs> I'm treating everybody like we've been friends for years. And I'm like, oh, oh, that person actually hasn't earned that level of intimacy with mm-hmm. me. And it's not their mistake or my mistake. It's just like, re- like rethink it before you tell them the most intimate thing that's ever happened to you. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And because I'm autistic and I can't lie. So when people say, how are you? I tell them. And <laughs> <laughs> when when something bad has happened, I'm like, this is what's happened. I'm, I'm bad. Everything's bad. And they're like, we actually didn't want that level of uh, intimacy with you. And you're like, ah, okay, recalibrating, shifting back. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, my, that's my New Year's thing of like taking a breath before I answer the question of like, what does this person actually want to hear? Do they actually care how I am and give them the response that they need? Because it's not their fault that they don't care how I am. It's it's really not. Like we just... It's a weird it's societal a, thing. Yeah. It's just like you have to ask because it's how we've decided you have to interact. And it's like it's 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 on everybody else to, a cal- to calibrate what is actually needed in that moment. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to lie. (laughs) We've got one more question to wrap us up today. Mm. Grace, what is one thing you have done this week that has made being hot easier? Oh, interesting. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to get my lashes tinted tomorrow, which I love. I tint my lashes at home. Oh. And Zoe tints and perms her lashes at home. You can just buy a kit off Amazon. I'm so scared. Uh, No, I got it in my eye and nothing happened. Oh, shit. Yeah. That is cool. Because, yeah, because when you get it done and sometimes it gets in your eye and they're like, does it sting? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, that's fine. Yeah, (laughs) it's like that. You're like, oh, it fucking stings. Yeah, it's gone. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I always feel so hot when I have my eyelashes tinted and my, like, eyebrows done because it's like I don't have to do anything... 
I don't have to put mascara on or like do anything to my face to already look like I have done those things to my face. Yeah. It makes me, it doesn't so much make me feel more hot. It makes me feel like I am a put together human being, which makes me like feel like I look to other people like a hot person. <laughs> like she made an appointment. <laughs> look at her go. Well, I said that at the start. You look very put together. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's working. Thank you so much. I love put together. I also love not I love this era of not having to wear heels with dresses. I really was born into the Game right changer. moment for that because being having your feet hurt is like I can't I don't know how to feel hot when my feet hurt. I don't know. It's I'm only focused on the fact that my feet hurt, you know? Or it's like I just wear sneakers with everything and my feet feel fine. I can walk a mile in this skirt kind of thing because yeah. I feel like when I grew up a lot of like the outfits that I wanted to wear because my dad's army I was in the scouts for 10 years it was a lot of like you need to be practical you yeah. need to wear yeah. you got to be ready to go at any given yeah moment. literally you can't wear pretty shoes or skirts you have to wear hiking boots and and, and pants and um broad brim hats at all time and and like well, it's because we hate the sun you can't wear sunscreen you got no you got not that you have to wear sunscreen but you can't wear earrings or Anything pretty because it's not practical. Mm. And even now it makes me like stressed packing because I know how to pack for if I'm carrying a backpack up a hill. <laughs> and I know how to pack for if I'm going fishing with my dad. Like I know how to pack for things like that. But like now I'm like, I'm an adult. I want to look pretty when I go to the place so I can pack like my blow dryer and all the like a couple of dresses and a couple of shoe options and like it makes me feel frivolous and like I'm overpacking because of the way that I was raised with like what packing is for yeah. is to be like as sensible as possible and to fill up as least the little space as possible and stuff like that where it's like I but you're not carrying that bag up a hill now. No, I'm not carrying it up a hill. I'm bag carrying it wheels. from an airport yeah. to a hotel and I'm oh. leaving it there. Like that's so I can put as many outfits in it as I want kind of thing. So like Yeah, until you hit the weight limit. Yeah, literally. And that like being able to be like these are things that I love and that make me feel like myself and they're not frivolous because like even every skirt I wear I could climb a fence in it. Like yeah. I <laughs> I got my sneakers on. I could do any I could I could hike. I have hiked in my like long gingham skirt and felt beautiful at the top of the mountain because I'm not dressed like a person who isn't me who needed to go on a hike kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like I have dressed like myself in the version of sensible for this event, but not like my dad's version of sensible or my mum's version of sensible or like someone who does like exercise all the times version of sensible it's like i'm going on a leisurely stroll so it actually doesn't matter what outfit i wear while i do that and if i honestly if i wear an outfit that i enjoy i will feel better on the leisurely stroll because this is who i am and i like dresses so if i wear a dress on the stroll you know the stroll will be better (laughs) (laughs) like i just that that kind of synapse firing has taken until now to realize. Cause I think I got made fun. Like, I think I tried to wear earrings to scouts one time and my parents were like, it's not a fashion parade. And it's like, I hate fashion that. Parade. I hate, my folks use that as well. My folks use that as well where they're like, it's not a fashion parade. And we went to a high school that didn't have a uniform. Oh, mm. so shit. it was a fashion parade. Literally. And also like, 
Nothing's a fashion parade. Except for fashion parades. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing's a fashion parade. And they don't like, call them that anyway. But you have to wear clothes every day. <laughs> it's illegal not to. So in a way, you you it's not not a fashion parade. And like making choices that make you feel better it it, makes the day better. Yeah. You've got to pick something. You've got to pick something, so you might as well pick something that's nice. Yes. And not like jeans. Like, And when I was a kid and I wasn't particularly curvy, jeans weren't my hell mm. and then as soon as i like got hips and a waist and tits i was like i never want to wear these again yeah. <laughs> this is awful <laughs> why am i so stressed out about pants and now for just like literally i've only just gotten my first pair of jeans since being a teenager mm. and i was like for years i just didn't <laughs> i just wore skirts yeah. all the time and i was not uh injured by that <laughs> 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 nothing bad happened i i I climbed several fences. I went up several hills. Everything was totally fine. No one, I feel like I wore shorts under all of them because my thighs used to, because my thighs rubbed together, which is not a moral failing. Um, I feel like I, we used to go to like socials with the boys school at, at school mm-hmm. and older girls used to say this thing where they would like, they'd be like put shorts on underneath your dress so that they don't, so that boys can't finger you. Oh, my God. And I was like, hey, how about they just don't finger me without my permission? Like the w- It's cool that they can surprise you with that. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. <laughs> but then the word fingering for ages to me meant like being attacked. Oh, like, my God. Like without my con- – I was like, no, fingering is just like a consensual act you can do with a person. Yeah. It's not something that happens to you yeah. while you're trying to dance to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> like, it was so bizarre. And, like, I wore skirts under my school uniform anyway. So it was like it was my instinct anyway to wear shorts under this dress so that I can cartwheel if I want to. Yes. Like, that's my instinct. And for you to be like – it's in case you get sexually assaulted. <laughs> and it's like, I could get sexually assaulted wearing shorts. I don't know if you've heard. Yeah. Um, it can happen anytime. No amount of pants is going to stop a man. <laughs> yeah, literally. And like my version of like, I'm wearing shorts so that my thighs don't rub together and also I can cartwheel is very healing to me <laughs> to just be like, this isn't about like everything, every outfit, putting it on and being like, this isn't about anybody except me and my love of outfits <laughs> you know like it's not um mo- and also because i was wearing a specific look for so long of like she likes that 1950s pinup kind of silhouette mm. i almost felt weird because this is like one of my more modern dresses that i own like i almost feel like i'm letting everyone down <laughs> because i'm not wearing like my cartoon character uniform <laughs> this is a different cartoon though yes yeah. exactly same channel and it's like it's still quite Weird and flamboyant. Like, <laughs> I love these big puffy sleeves. Oh, and this you look great. Green dress, but it's not like the silhouette that I, people became accustomed to me wearing. And it's so weird how other people think they get to have a comment on shit like that, where it's like, this wasn't for you ever. So yeah. why would you think, yeah. why would I be letting you down by not wearing what I usually wear? Like, and it makes me be like, I feel like I did a gig once in jeans and the booker was like, are you okay? Do you have depression? (laughs) Are you like doing all right? And I wasn't at the time actually. So I was like, this is actually a good call. I (laughs) do only wear denim when I'm depressed, but, um, just so we can feel something. (laughs) Literally. But like people, and like I started gigs in Melbourne. People were so used to me in that like look of like that silhouette of that long skirt, that 1950s kind of like look. And I started explaining myself 
when I got to places of like, look how modern I'm dressing, of like getting in front of people thinking it was weird. <laughs> and it's like, it's not, that's not your, f that's other people's perception and other people's expectations. And when I first started comedy, I would go on stage in dresses and because I just liked dresses and yeah. I don't really own any pants. And people would ask me if I was making a political statement of like emphasizing my femininity on stage because female comedians for so long, I think, felt like they had to masculine, yeah. masculine, yeah. masculinize themselves on stage to be taken seriously. And people were like, oh, is this like a, are you making a point? And it was like, I don't even know what point I would be making. <laughs> the but point is I like dress. The point is I like dress. The <laughs> point is I don't like pants. Like, that's my point. It's so weird the way that other people's perceptions of you factor into shit that shouldn't be their business. It's like it's so strange, especially as a young woman of like, am I doing womanhood correctly? Mm. I guess not. I guess not. But yes. I'm wearing dresses. That's cartoon woman. I don't know how to... Do it more succinctly than that. I mean, there's no, there's no wrong way because there's no right way. Literally, yeah. I don't, I can't think of an option unless it were to be so, what, boring and completely under the radar that no one would even notice. Which is like, who? Why would you? Why would you do that on purpose? Yeah, like, why would you do that on purpose? That people wouldn't have something to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is my yeah. I'm really coming to terms with it a lot this year of like, I just like outfits and I like jewelry and I like to feel glamorous and, 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 and feminine. And that is not a moral thing. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. And like, but just because my dad and my, like my parents wouldn't do a hike in a dress doesn't mean that I couldn't. And also I don't really like to hike. I, was, <laughs> I spent a long time in the scouts and now I'm like, I would never go camping on purpose. Oh. <laughs> I did it for so long as though it was something I had to do. And now people are like, I'm outdoorsy. I'm like, that is good for you. Not for me. I like the indoors. I like There's no sun. There's yeah, no sun. That was the one benefit of the pandemic. I think we've all aged backwards from just like no access to sun <laughs> for two years while we were inside. Yeah, I got a vitamin D deficiency. Oh, <laughs> me too. I got real did. sad. Yeah, yeah. You got to take those little capsules. Yeah. You got to remember where you put the little bottle to take the little capsules. Yeah, with the rest of the medicine. <laughs> I, I lose it. Oh. I don't know why I lose it. <laughs> I put it somewhere. I'm like, this will be a good spot. People, I'll remember where I put it. And then it's like, well, you keep changing the spot. So you'll never I'm, remember. A little box that has lived in the exact same spot. Since I think I got my depression diagnosis, which was eight years ago, and I've accumulated many more. Yeah, great. Many more illnesses since then, and now I have this little shoebox that just has all my pills in it. Love and then that. every day I have a smaller, tiny little packet, or not packet, little tiny box thing that I put my pills in that goes in my pocket. Oh. And then my daily ones come with me, um, and then the rest of them live on that box. And it fucked me because this week I didn't do that. I had them in my car. Oh, man. And I didn't. Get all my meds because I they kept running they out. They were loose. They were loose, and like I just had packets everywhere, and you then one ran out, and I had two more over here and three over there. It was horrible. They yeah. got to live in one spot. Yeah, they got to do it. It's it's nice to have bot like potions and tinctures, and that's that's what I love about skincare more so than it actually being like good for my skin. I love having little. It's bitsy. Post, little potions and salves. <laughs> <laughs> I did a tweet the other day that was like, you know a girl likes you if she starts using her potions and salves on on you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Ah. I like to witchify my life. <laughs> 
Sometimes I put on like an apron when I'm doing the dishes and pretend I'm closing down at a medieval tavern. <laughs> like this makes me make this makes this fun for me. Good. <laughs> Got to do a bit. No, I like. I used to pretend my vacuum cleaner was a Dalek. Yeah, that's the only fun. way to get through vacuuming. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank Grace. you for having me. Oh, anytime. Sorry for answering none of your questions. No, you answered them all beautifully. Okay, and great. Loved it. <laughs> you did a perfect job, and now we're all friends. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We was, when you were saying the thing about your friends, I was like, and, and I also friends? do that, and when <laughs> we're friends, Neil. Yes. I was like, <laughs> got to get definitely. Things. Yes. Good. Yep. Um, where can everyone find you? You've got a comedy festival show coming up, yes? I've got a comedy festival show coming up. It's called This Is The Last Goldfish That I'm Going To Eat For You. Um, it's about um, stuff I did as a kid to try and make friends because I didn't realise I had autism. <laughs> and uh, it's, I mean, I, I'm pitching it as that. I'm writing it currently. It's it's a, it's about like being a weird kid and like how low the bar is for being considered weird. Like looking back and being like, oh, I never would have been able to clear that. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. Um, and I'm doing it at the t- Trades Hall during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for the full run. And they've put me in a room that is too big um, for Let's how successful I am. So please come, even if you're not sure, just, but you know, just come. You can leave if you want to. Um, <laughs> the tickets are bought at that point. At that, at that point, just show up, be like, do I like her vibe? Check in, you know. Um, and I'm also doing it at the New Zealand Comedy Festival in Auckland and in and in um, Wellington. And I'm going to be in Edinburgh and probably Sydney as well, although they haven't emailed me, so who knows. But um, <laughs> I'm around and, yeah, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Grace Jarvis Ono. So if you follow me there, you will see me post about it relentlessly because, as I say, the room's too big. So, <laughs> and it's the full run at Trades, which is, uh, yeah. So please come along if you enjoy comedy. And yeah. Well, thanks yes. for having me. See you in a big room. <laughs> yes. You'll never get close. You'll never get close. You'll never get close. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 